All right, Getty. You ready? Hey, yeah. Hey, Booper. Okay. Our next guest, if you're a DJ, you might recognize our voices from a three-man booth who everyone, for some effing reason, thinks it's a two-man booth, uh, calling Simulation Madden <laughs> NFL 20 games on uh, the MyBookie Twitch page or the YouTube page or however you want to digest that kind of content. Uh, if not there, they have a little podcast you might have heard of. It's called the Sports Gambling Podcast. Available on your phone's podcasting app, whichever phone you have, whichever app you have, it's probably there. They're way too important to be on this stupid-ass little uh, podcast I have. I appreciate the tape of the time. Gabby, go home and get your effing shine box, because we have Sean stacking the money green and Ryan the real money Kramer. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for having us on, man. No, I'm glad you could join us today. Cheers. It sounds like you guys are popping some nose beers over I, there. I am. I am. Uh, I think it's because you guys, uh, Gabby, is tired of hearing me say nose beers once a week. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it got, it's beautiful how stuff just kind of uh, the, the beautiful genesis of what a bunch of DGens can create. <laughs> I, it's, I, I wish I could only have so many things that all my friends would copy me for some stupid reason. <laughs> Uh, Gabby, uh, Sean's a big Philly guy, and I'm a you know I'm a big St. Louis guy. So right. we have a little bit of things. There's not too much sports connection between the two cities. Both love Craig Berube, right? We love Chris Pronger. We both Chris Long. We both love Chris Long. Of course, uh huh. And we oh, all yeah. we also have the most outright love for Sam Bradford, a top <laughs> Mount Rushmore <laughs> of how dare you of sports figures. We, he should knock down the Rocky figure or the statue and build two Sam Bradford <laughs> sister, kind of like the sister desks in the White House. And where's the other one at? I have no idea. All right. Yeah. <laughs> 129,982,500 career dollars earned. Yeah. It's ridiculous how much money they just shoehorned into his pocket. I mean, it's, he didn't yeah. get he didn't get any Nick Foles money down in uh, in, <laughs> down in Jacksonville. Jacksonville, but he got it. No, he's he. He did all right for himself, considering he never played one playoff snap. And it really was uh, unfortunate for me because I hated I had a passionate hate for Nick for uh, Sam Bradford, even when he was on the Rams. I, I just hated the idea that this everyone kept saying like, oh, no, this is the year that Sam Bradford's going to get it going. And I remember uh, Kramer, the year we were doing the NFC West uh, win totals, it must have been like 2016 or something. And he's uh, and Kramer was making a case for the over and the Rams. And he goes, well, you yeah, have Bradford stays healthy. And I just kind of lost it. No, and I go, Sam Bradford yeah. is not a fucking franchise quarterback. And uh, I've been kind of uh, on that hill. And, you know, I, I've been wrong about some things in sports, but Sam Bradford <laughs> not being a franchise quarterback. That is that is one I'm definitely 100 percent right on. I feel in the wind column. Yeah, I feel like an idiot <laughs> being so happy he was being drafted. I was like, we finally have a franchise quarterback. Everybody's worried about his uh, his shoulder. I believe it was at the time. Nobody had a clue that he was just going to land on his knees. You know, the turf in St. Louis isn't the greatest. So it, it put out a couple who, who someone was trying to sue St. Louis for blowing out knees almost. Oh, I, I think it was Reggie Bush. right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it was. Now, did you uh, did you catch a battle hawk fever? Caca! I did. Caca! Were you? <laughs> oh man, I feel so bad. That was it. I mean, just as like a fan of other sports towns, to see St. Louis get football back and to be so jacked and so excited, and then just to have it ripped away. I mean, we were honestly talking about 
doing, uh, we were talking about going to like an XFL road game and St. Louis seemed like the most fun venue to go to. They were talking about opening up the upper bowl at the next XFL game that was to be played. That's how many fans were actually showing up. And everybody, I think, was showing up because they wanted to prove that when Cronky left St. Louis, he threw a uh, you know a little jab at the very end, saying that St. Louis wasn't really that great of a sports town. So I think that's why you did see a lot more fans come out in St. Louis during the XFL games. Gabby Kramer mm-hmm. is a big New York Jets or uh, Giants fan. Sorry. Oh, nice. Hey now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's hard to get them. Uh, they're confused. It's I don't know what color oh, the stadium it. is going to be <laughs> any given week. Mm-hmm. Are they going to come out of the left side of the field or the left right side of the field? It, it's there's four locker rooms in that stadium. It doesn't make any sense. It, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It's called uh, it's called cutting down on rent. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when, you know, interestingly enough, it is one of the stadiums that was paid for by the team dollars. I think mostly, and uh, so yeah, I mean, real estate's expensive there in the, in the Northeast. It's it's held up by stags for four pillars, I believe. It was faith, character, core values, team first. That's what they're <laughs> that's what they're hanging their hats off on there. Uh, Sean's a big firm, fair, honest, and demanding. That was the Tom Coughlin mantra. That's where I'm on Team Coughlin. Yeah, that sounds real familiar. I'm from Central New York, so I kind of always had my heart divided between Buffalo and the Giants. Um, I keep telling her to pick one. She won't. I can't. I just. I know it sounds like blasphemous. She thinks she's allowed to have multiple for football teams, like AFC, NFC. I don't think she understands that they're both in deaf separate <laughs> now wait uh, since you're in st louis do you did you stick with the rams after they left or what have you done post rams leaving uh no i i told him the pound sand that's it uh you take the you bring the team he was part of the stan Kroenke was part of the group that brought the team back or not back to st, to st. louis right uh yeah and, and then he was part of the he said oh no when i buy it we're not going to move and then next thing you know, he bought all that land next to the forum and all the writing was on the wall after that. We kind of wanted Sean Kahn to uh, actually purchase the team, which is kind of funny. I'm more of a Jacksonville fan nowadays. My mom lives down there. It's just easy to <laughs> glam on. This. Hey, as long as it's not the Redskins, because uh, we're in D.C. right now. I can't I can't bring myself to actually root for the Rams right now. No, no, yeah, it's like no all- I get it. Yeah, the joy's just kind of been sapped out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could ask me 15 years ago if I liked the Patriots. I hated the whole Boston area. If you go look back at St. Louis uh, history of sports, it's been just dominated by uh, Boston area. When the last Super Bowl, when they're playing the Rams and the Patriots, oh, I was cheering the Patriots on so hard. <laughs> nice. So to give you full disclosure, here, here's the true story of what happened today, right? I don't remember what happened or what sparked the conversation but gabby said something it might have been uh i think she might have made some comment about hey you should call madden games too and i was like mm, no see these guys they're like uh professionals and they have like a legit podcast they actually have guests on they like they talk <laughs> to joe theisman they just had how mummy on uh how mummy gabby is only knows as the guy who looks like uh, jerry springer he does. Like if Jerry Springer oh, and Bernie Sanders that on the podcast. <laughs> That's so great. If, if they had a kid, it would be how mommy. Uh yeah. And I know the most serious face I could look, Gabby looks at me and she says, You can get cussed on your podcast too. And I was like, do do we have a HR department somewhere or a PR department that I don't know about? 
like who's going to get these guests or who these guests are going to be and then i think i remember ending the conversation with uh you book the guests and i'll do any interview that you want me to do challenge accepted yeah i didn't think she was going to do anything i thought she was going to go out and make like reaches <laughs> like like we talked about golden gandy and we talked about roger goodell and tyson and, and just people we talked on the, i thought she was going to throw bones out the people like that and then uh fast forward a couple days that day being today gabby sends me a screenshot of her reaching out to you guys and you guys responding and i was like gosh shit what is she doing yeah i'm an asshole i don't tell him anything i do i just kind of go rogue all the time she didn't mention anything we we love the initiative (laughs) she didn't tell anything to me i mentioned it to a co-worker so my co-worker in front of me starts googling sean and rattling off ridiculousness and crash leads (laughs) and just for laughs and now i'm starting to feel like an inch tall i'm like fuck i haven't done shit with my life this guy's done all you're, you're making sean blush please <laughs> yes exactly you're making me feel like uh when uh colby was talking to hal mummy or or mike leach how he's like <laughs> um sir you you invented air raid offense and um that one time it's almost like Chris Farley, when uh, you know he had uh, Paul McCartney on, he's like, "Hey, uh, remember that time you uh, remember yeah. the Beatles? That was cool." <laughs> I I had an old roommate who had his motorcycle pilot and diving license by the age of tw- by twenty four, and I was like, "I haven't done shit in my life." That's how I started feeling <laughs> when he started. Re- and I I just felt lazy, and I was like, "You know what? I uh, I got this." So I come home late from work. I usually don't come home late for work. I'm pretty sure no one at my job listens to this, though. <laughs> I usually come home a tad early. <laughs> and yeah, it's there like, you go. <laughs> it's it's seven it's seven p.m. and she runs up to me. She's like, "They responded," and I was like, "Cool." And then she was like, "They said they have Mad and Mayhem." I was like, "Yeah, I know. Uh, it's like on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're gonna be way too busy." And she's like, "No, shut the fuck up. They want to do it <laughs> before Mad and Mayhem." And I was like, "But that's like today." <laughs> and then she's like oh yeah how's nine o'clock sound to you i was like i just got home i don't know what i have no idea what i'm gonna talk about (laughs) i said hey that's you know that's a podcast right yeah and And figure it out as you go so the main thing is if this goes to shape we can all blame gabby for it that's that's all i wanted yeah i will totally take. i I was completely uh, taken back on your kindness to come on to the podcast is basically what i was getting at Uh, well i I mean, I gotta, I gotta get my wife to start a booking podcast guest. I, I appreciate the, uh, you know, it's a team effort over there. The grind. <laughs> it is a grind. Go ahead, Gabby. You want to say something? So, Kramer, I found out that uh, you're originally from Fanwood, New Jersey, and yes. I kept thinking to myself, I was like, why is that town's name so familiar to me? It's like I, I just could not figure it out, and then I realized. I lived in Scotch Plains for like probably some of the darkest six months of my life back in my mid twenties. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So, um, here's what I remember about it, and just let me know if you if any of this rings a bell. But I remember that like every single day was gray. Like you would go to the next town over. Like I would go to work in Westfield, be totally sunny, gorgeous day, and then I'd come back to Scotch Plains, and it was just like dark and stormy i i didn't understand it it was jamaican beers (laughs) (laughs) i I don't want to be dark but uh, perhaps there was a cloud over your head maybe there was i don't know like um all the streets had like more potholes than roads to them i'd be lying to you if it wasn't (laughs) raining outside right now okay 
Well, I mean, look, there's a reason I live in Los Angeles currently. There's a reason I moved here and I haven't relocated back to New Jersey. Cheaper. And I think yeah. It's cheaper. It's cheaper in LA. It, the, the real estate is cheaper. The outdoor square footage is a bargain here. You can get a ton of it and it's available 320 days a year. Yeah. I mean, correct, it, it yeah. took me a little while to realize that New Jersey is filled with hilarious Italian midget clowns. <laughs> but uh, w- once, once I established, like once I got over the fact that I should stop defending this place, I was from just because I was from there, everything, I became at peace with most things. Now, I, of course I still have my allegiance to the sports teams, but you know, I, I think most of what the Jersey shore was, was presenting was accurate. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it just, well, oh. It's so good to hear you say that, and like I feel like we bonded over this now. You represent you represent the Nets. I mean, they moved no, out of New Jersey. Okay, no, okay. no, no. So, uh, key message from my uncle as a child: Nets, Mets, Jets, uh, losers. <laughs> that, uh, that was it. Was a simple message that it came across pretty clear to me. So I, I steered away. The only New Jersey team I rooted for was the Devils. Yeah, there you go. Oh, nice. Uh, right. A little bro door action. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was there for the heyday. It was good times. Uh, we got him at the very tail end of his career. I was surprised that he came out. He was like, he came out. Didn't he come out of the box like uh, Jordan and said, let me play one more year? It was something weird like that. You know what? I, I was I was looking up because I have to look up Sean's stuff now. Sean was born out of Utah. Uh, he said he was born out of a hospital at an Air Force base. He doesn't even... <laughs> he, he, he's making it sound like he didn't even know where it was. <laughs> My assumption is it's probably somewhere outside Salt Lake City somewhere because it's the only city I can think of in Utah except for like the Wild E. Coyote rock arches everywhere <laughs> that they want to paint on the jazz court. Uh, I... I'm assuming Sarah, because my mom was born in some army base. Now I don't know if there's a air force base and an army base right next to each other, but she said she was born out there too. So that's kind of cool. But then he bounced around for a while. He said, uh, because when you're that young, it's hard to keep a job. And <laughs> where you ended up was in PA just North of Philly. So did you have like this affection to Philly sports at that point, your fandom started growing then or was it in the family? And it was finally when you got to Philly, it started growing a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, I was born, my dad was in the air force, so that's kind of why we moved around a lot, but yeah, I mean, he was originally from, and both my mom and my dad were from outside of Philly, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And so my dad was a huge Philly sports fan. So even when I was living in those other areas, I was still a huge Philly sports fan, you know, first and foremost, the Eagles, Growing up, like as a kid, just loving Reggie White and all mm-hmm. those like dominant Eagles defenses and Randall Cunningham. So, yeah, I mean, uh, that was that was, you know, that was my early sportsdom. What I started to think about today is we can't call what we used to be able to call a showcase on you because they had an empty showcase for the longest time, right? If if you, if you had a choice, would you have rather been more like a Skins Cowboys fan where? They won all the championships a long time ago when you're a kid and you can't remember it, but you keep bragging about it now. Or would you have rather had your team go a couple times, lose, and then win as an adult one time, and then for the rest of your life probably doesn't win ever again? <laughs> uh, that's tough. I mean, I, 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 recency bias is strong. So the fact that um, the Eagles won the most recent Super Bowl in the NFC East, I think that is pretty sweet right now. And you know, I didn't have a podcast when I was a kid, so I couldn't talk as much <laughs> shit then. So I, I think I think the fact that I can speak to all the DJ nation and crowbar that in uh, every chance I get, that's a little bit more valuable to me. 
so he says about hanging out in Philly for about age 20. He picks it all up, goes out west to pursue one thing. Gabby, what do you think it is? He wanted to be an actor. Well, close. <laughs> close. A comedian. A comedian. Oh, I heard the Just for Laughs thing in there. Yes. That's fucking crazy. Like, Which, that's a big get. Yeah. Uh, for us, for, <laughs> for them, him, for, for just him. for la- for just for laughs, getting oh, yes, him for them. Okay, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> so this is this is a, a whole side of it where I know I know we're supposed to be talking about sports and betting and stuff like that, or somewhere that relates back to it. But uh, we have this kind of like thing where we are big comic fans. Uh, Gabby brags about it all the time how she was in an improv group for about a year. I never brag about this. You are a liar. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. Where she gets. Like, uh, how many months into the program? Oh, it was 10 about, months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 months. And she's like, can I just fucking quit this already? <laughs> and I'm like, do you feel you got the value out of it? She's like, yeah, these people suck. And I said, all right, yeah, you can quit. But it was like, uh, when, <laughs> when we went out to this thing, we, we met a guy who runs a different, uh, theater right. and has shows of people that come in all the time. And he asked why he, ch- uh, why Gabby chose this one, uh, theater and we were like, I don't know. Thanks, Google. Yeah, Google. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that lady's terrible. So that's that's kind of our foray into it, which hasn't been like the greatest intro to the comedy scene. But we started going right. to open mics and stuff like this. And we started meeting friends who are running shows and stuff like that. And it's crazy that uh, this is kind of how Sean has gone about his life so far. He went out there, started uh, doing open mics and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm just gonna you know what I'm just gonna book report the whole pie. I don't even know why I brought Sean. <laughs> Do <laughs> he, it. Oh, you're you're correct. You you did your research and you nailed it. Our lives are kind of in parallel in the in the fact that Sean said he rented a room, some weird forty year old Swedish guy named George, <laughs> and and I rented a room and a house with some sixty year sixty five year old Irish guy named Sweeney, and every day he would crush like a twenty four pack of Natty Light on his own. It was crazy. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that takes me back. The dude's name was George, and he would just uh, he would drink. Um, I'm blanking on the name, but it was like a giant. Yeah, it was like pl- uh, vodka in like 1.75 liter bottles that were like plastic, and he would just tor- pour Ugh. himself a tall glass of it, and then just get really drunk and get on his motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was a maniac. Nice uh, enough guy though. So, so the, here's the part that interests me, right? These open mics and your first foray into open micing. Uh, how, how, how did you prepare for this? Or did you just, you know, treat it like a girl at karaoke where you just signed up and then drank as much as you can before they called you up? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it's kind of one of those things. You just, people can talk about it or they can give you some sort of clues, but you really just kind of have to go up and do it and, and cut muscle memory. And, uh, kind of similar in into sports gambling you gotta you gotta take your lumps and then uh and then slowly get better at it and you slowly start to figure some out but i don't know it's also parallel to golf where like you kind of as you get better at it it's still uh you're still trying to figure it out to a a better degree each time so yeah you just kind of got to do it i mean you can take a class or read a book on it but really you just got to get up there and do it uh growing up i i guess i had like friends who had money i had i had weird friends that i i had gambling type guys (laughs) i had this one friend who had a bookie and his bookie got raided uh but he had a lot of money he told me when i was very young i I don't know if i was young and impressionable but he said he's like you got to do stand-up and i was like uh i don't know that sounds like a lot of work 
He's like, no, I'll be your manager. I was like, that sounds like less work, but it still seems like I got to do the bulk of it. But as I, I as I got older, I'm realizing that like I never wrote anything down. So I felt like I just wasted like I don't want to call my age, but holy shit, like a lot of years of not writing anything. How often do you write uh, anything? Yeah, I mean, I um, it kind of comes and goes as far as like what I'm all working on. But yeah, I definitely try and I mean, when I'm really kind of churning away, uh, you try and write like a half an hour a day at least. Um, it, it's it's been tougher now with this whole Corona thing because usually what gets it going is like you do a set on stage and then the next day you're kind of thinking about it or in your head you're like, oh, I should have done that or you listen to the tape back and then you do some writing. But yeah, I mean, you got you to put the time in and, and flush it out. I mean, for me, it's... You know, it's not like a script where you nail every little line, but it's good to write it out just so you can kind of, I don't know, in your head at least, it helps me memorize what I want to get to and that kind of stuff. Was writing something you were earlier fond of earlier in your life, or is it something you grew into as you realize it? Like, this is something that you wanted to do, and you, you as a comedian, you realize you have to write stuff down more. Yeah, no, I... That's interesting because, like in high school, I definitely hated writing or hated writing reports. But <laughs> I'm um, you, we're the same. <laughs> <laughs> but then, yeah. So I mean, but as soon as I got into like the entertainment world, where you're writing creative stuff that you're really into, uh, yeah, then that's it's kind of different, and you get you get fired up, and you want to share your yeah your thoughts, and so it's a little bit a little bit easier to write that kind of stuff. I still feel like the teacher said, write what, you're, what interests you. And I was like, I don't want to write for you. <laughs> it just doesn't <laughs> feel like something I want to do. So what I was going oh, to mention was, if you feel like you're not finding in material, go and download like the Ring app or the Nextdoor app. There's Every day is new people complaining about something. If you, can't, if you can't socially go out and interact with someone, these idiots will just bring it to you. I had someone post about a hawk outside and was warning all the neighbors as there was a bird effing outside. You should have seen the responses to it. It was absolutely ridiculous how stupid this guy was. <laughs> I also stalked Sean on IMDb because that's what I do when someone says he's on IMDb because I'm not on there. Gabby's on there. I'm not on there. Yeah. Uh, I saw a reference to it and I slightly have an idea what it is and it looks awesome. And Gabby might perk up when, when you start talking about this. But could you explain to Gabby what the Comedy Garage is? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, this is probably like years ago. Uh, I don't even know off the top of my head. Probably 2011, <laughs> 2012. And, uh, yeah, I was living in a house with Burbank. Kramer was actually one of my roommates uh, for the vast majority of the time. And that's kind of where we also got started with Sports Gambling Podcast. But... Yeah, it was just I, I was friends with a couple comedians. I had a couple comedian roommates, and we would throw comedy shows in our garage. We built a stage, and would just do these like comedy shows slash house parties where everyone would get super drunk. That was and, like two, uh, that was like two thousand five, two thousand six. Not to yeah. not to talk about how old we are, but <laughs> yeah, and and Kramer even had a couple appearances on stage in couple in some of the roasts. I mean. Yeah, I, I forget the respect, Sean. I was the roast master. <laughs> Kramer was Kramer was the original roast master. He he uh he roasted Nikki Glazer, if you know her. I, yeah, I yeah, still yeah. don't oh, think yeah. she's ever recovered. <laughs> put her in a, yeah, we put her in a locker pretty hard. One of her friends sent off crying. <laughs> it was uh yeah, I mean actually it's funny, like looking back on it, it's a lot of 
you know, uh, Eric Andre, Kyle Kinane, like a lot of, you know, bigger name comics, you know, now who all went on to be much more successful than myself, um, hung out with those, you know, and we would just have house parties and, and do stand up. And yeah, it was a blast. I went to a lot of shitty comedy shows, uh, hanging around comics, doing open mics and not having other friends in Los Angeles. The comedy garage was definitely the coolest comedy show I, I've ever been to. I saw the trailer on there. Is there a Hulu special for this? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's still uh, on Hulu, uh, but yeah, our friend made a documentary kind of about the whole thing. Um, I was just digging through some stuff. I have a copy of the DVD. I have a hard copy of the Comedy Garage. I believe it is available on Hulu. Yeah, I knew, I knew it was for the longest time. It might not still be up there, but um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I noticed in the trailer, and I I could put I could be completely out of left field here, but did I see Wax the rapper on there? Uh, yeah, holy That's, shit! Uh, yeah, it's a small world because yeah, if you're from the DC area and you like hip hop, yeah, we're good buddies with Wax. Um, the podcast I used to do before we started doing the sports gambling podcast, I did like a comedy podcast, and uh, Wax was kind enough to let me use his song for the theme song. But yeah, he would do. Uh, he would do some of his like uh, acoustic stuff and rapping, and uh, he was a part of some of those shows as well. And we've known him for years. Yeah, I don't know how deep of a pull that is, and maybe it's just because I'm from the DMV. Uh, Wax actually, uh, I think he was born in Dunkirk, Maryland. It's actually, I lived in Dunkirk. We might have gone to the same high school. Wow. Uh, I might have graduated a tad earlier than he did. There's this weird kind of every time I go check down the path of what Sean's been doing, all the different projects, it just comes back to Virginia. Like Colby, he's from Colby Dent. And, and thanks to you guys, I can't I can't go to work and say database without thinking database. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a programmer. <laughs> oh, nice. Colby said he grew up in Herndon and mm-hmm. he went to Herndon High School. Uh, and then Kramer, you went to Virginia Tech. Yeah, no, right? I, I was. Uh, I was deep in the, uh, the belly of Virginia. And then on one of your more recent episodes of your Sean Sports Show, you had on Eddie uh, Pence, and he's from like Chantilly, Virginia. So there's a lot of, wow. every time I see someone connected to these guys, it's always right Oh, down that's the cool. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie Pence. It's funny. I used to, I've watched a couple hockey games with Eddie Pence because his, his wife is, you know, was friends with my girlfriend at the time. And it's, it's really a small world out there. So uh, to go on to this uh, Sean Sports Show, Gabby, this is a great idea. You, you take a, a late night TV show and then you mesh it with a sports theme, right? It's kind of, if I can say without offending, I don't know if this would be offensive. Uh, it's like the Tom Green show meets like ESPN. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a great that, way to that's sell pretty, it. <laughs> that's funny. I, never, I wouldn't think of it that way, but that's dead on. Uh, well, oh, sir. How, 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 what what made you go ahead i'm I'm not going to disrupt you you're talking <laughs> oh yeah no i mean i think you nailed the format it's um yeah it's like a late night talk show instead of talking about pop culture and politics uh we just cover the sports and yeah we did it uh with this studio for a while like a streaming company they kind of went under um but yeah i mean i'm still kicking around i, I did a virtual one a couple weeks ago yeah i'm gonna that. be doing another another virtual one and uh, yeah, I have uh, John Huck, who's a uh, I mean, he's been all over as far as like stand up and uh, TV. You probably recognize him if you've seen him from a bunch of commercials. 
Uh, he's super funny guy. And yeah, that's kind of the premise of the show. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I'd love to do more episodes of it. Yeah. It was like a legit studio, like production value off the chain. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. 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 We got a gym and everything. It was pretty sweet. So now it's, uh, let's see, it's like 2011 and then you guys, you turn to Ryan, the real money Kramer, right? And you say, Hey, you know, these podcasts, like everybody keeps <laughs> raving and ranting about for the past couple of years you want to do one and then you guys start doing this betting podcast how did how did this come how did you go from wanting to do like stand up and then uh i'm not really sure sh- yeah like how is it just wait, sort of yeah let's rewind crossover. kramer how'd you get to la why did you go to la <laughs> uh, i mean i honestly it was, i i wanted to I kind of had a sense that I didn't want to go back to New Jersey and work in the New York area. And I, I didn't really, wasn't really into the Northern Virginia area. So had a friend, his, uh, his brother was out there trying to be a comedian uh, who ha- ha- happened to be a friend with Sean. So I, I moved out, kind of just figured it out as I go or as I went. And uh, yeah, as soon as you get to California, it's hard to leave. It's a, it's a real tough place to leave. So you guys get together and you start doing this betting podcast. So is it uh, what what made you say that people want to hear my hot takes on Charlotte Bobcats and the Sacramento Kings game tonight? Or was it is there something else that kind of sparked the 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 growth of this podcast becoming a thing? You want to yeah. take that one, Sean? Yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to think back. I, I don't know if it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had the equipment. Uh, I think we were still roommates at the time when we started it. And yeah, we we were just, uh, it was like right around like early days of Bill Simmons. And then he would have cousin Sal on to do guest the lines. You, uh, yeah, you, you got, you had your green room podcast and I, I think either you, you got reached out to, or someone put you in contact with a website that was looking for a weekly NFL pick show. So oh, yeah, some, some fantasy like sports book type show or website. I don't remember the name. It's it's since gone out of business, but Oh, uh, you're I, right. Yeah, I, I think it was called like Win Win the Trophy or something. Win the Trophy was it. Yeah, that's definitely and and I and they might have even gone out of business by the end of the season, but they basically we we just they asked if we would do a, a weekly pick the NFL games show. And, yep. I think we had done like a maybe we had done a one football one on your your other podcast. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, it was one of those things where it wasn't anything more than just recording a conversation you'd be having anyway, anyway about the games and who you think's going to win. In the beginning, uh, was there ever a point where you're like, this isn't worth it or that worth all the hassle or better yet, is, is there a point in time where you're like, we've really got something good going on here? Like, uh, we should keep doing this for as long as possible. I, I'd say neither. I don't remember ever <laughs> it being... It, I don't remember in the beginning it ever feeling like a burden, nor do I ever feel like it was anything more than just keep, it just kept happening for a while. Like up until a couple of years ago, it was kind of just something that just kept happening and more people started listening and we got better at it because we got reps and you know, that then obviously things started transitioning. It became more than just a podcast. And then now there's more podcasts and there's a website and all this other stuff. But uh, I think it was just kind of like, it wasn't hard to talk about football and people seem to enjoy listening to us talk about football. So we just kept doing it. Yeah. I mean, I I think, uh, 
yeah, our schedule had just always been like when we want to do a podcast, we did a podcast. And then as the success grew, you know, I, I don't know. I never felt like I, I don't remember a time where I wasn't looking forward to talking sports and sports gambling. I mean, every once in a while, maybe we're reaching or something's going long or I, I don't know. But for the most part, yeah, we stuff we enjoy talking about anyway. And uh, yeah, no, I, I, I don't really remember it ever being a burden and and kind of the success we've had. We can we've gotten other people involved, which is cool. And so they're doing stuff on their own and, and kind of taking the baton and ran, run with it to a certain degree. So, yeah, it's it's been awesome in that sense. What do you think about uh, what was your take on celebrities who start up a podcast and it just blows up? Is, it, is that annoying to you guys or <laughs> is, does, yeah, I mean, does it feel unfair? <laughs> yeah, certainly it, it's kind of annoying, but I, I, I don't know. I It's such a it's weird because like, you know, as our popularity has grown, so has basically the the market for the amount of podcasts that people listen to has grown, but also the competition has grown. Yeah. So even, even within our own niche, um, there's still a lot of room for growth. So I don't know if like other people have podcasts, it, I don't think it really necessarily takes away. I mean, if you look at like the ad dollars spent on podcasts this past year, it, you know, like even look at Joe Rogan and that Spotify deal. It's like, would I would we want that Spotify deal? Like, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. who wouldn't? Yeah, sure. yeah. But but also, like if you look at it like if you're in a neighborhood and the biggest house in the neighborhood sells for like ten million and you may have a way smaller house, but still that helps the value of your house. So I, I think stuff like that's always good. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great point there. I mean, sure, yeah, I'll take seven seven million to sit on the bench in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh well, yeah, or it, even it that does- it really speaks to the value of, you know, I, at some point along the way, I saw some, some metric where like 98% of podcasts don't achieve like 900 downloads or something like that. Some metric along those lines, meaning the top 2% get all the listens. So to see, to see something like that happen though, it does kind of speak to the value of, of acquiring people to listen to your shit. And yeah. how hard it is. And when I when we, when I look back, like the number one thing that we did that was great was we just kept going. And so often you might find a podcast and and they 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 might be something you're into and you start listening to it and then they just kind of fall off the map. Yeah. And most- then you just stop listening. And then you're like, all right, and that's that. And it's it's hard to to get that base and to your to your question about like, is it annoying when a celebrity uh, starts a podcast and, and gets tons of people listening. No, not really, because he, he, he's probably not that successful at keeping them around considering how many, how many people that person might have interested in them already. So, and, so you, and that's where it's like, I would trade that with a, with an audience that has been built up over the years with experience, like building, building a brand and a, and a culture. And, and so I think in a weird, you know, cool, that's cool. I mean, I'm happy for Joe Rogan, just as happy as I am for these uh, call her daddy uh, girls for getting all this publicity <laughs> right now. I mean, like, it's it's great, right? And, and to Sean's point, it, there's there's more fish in the pond, but the pond is way bigger. Correct. And so it's it's uh, you know, it, it's been interesting to see the industry tra- change over the years, for sure. I think it would help bring more people who are not used to listening to podcasts into the podcast world. 
and hopefully uh, reach out for other type of content that they could find right. or, or realize that there are other types of content there. Well, it's even beyond that. It's, 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 we're going the same, like it's like people aren't seeing the train that's going to go off the tracks when a train went off the tracks like 10 minutes ago. We're seeing this with TV, like Hulu, Netflix, all of this is ephemeral TV watching. It's available to you whenever you want it. Radio and any sort of like linear programming when it comes to, to, to audio, it's the same thing. And the podcast is the future. That's why you see Spotify pouring hundreds of millions of dollars into the ringer and, and Joe Rogan. It's, 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 it's the future. It's the future, man. I feel so inspired <laughs> hearing you say that. That's awesome. I, I, I see you do it, Gabby. I, yeah. I can't tell what podcast you're listening to in a week because you switch up your podcast. You get so bored. No, no, no. That's of, not it. I just listen to all of them. I mean, all yeah, of the podcasts. Might, You've downloaded okay. all the podcasts. <laughs> all right. So I keep them in my library. On your, you know, on your I'll AOL CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I lost my place where I was on my, uh, my question board. Well, I was wondering um, if you have just the podcast that you're focusing on now, or do you have something else that you do like nine to five or is it all just what you're doing? Um, oh man, that, you know, that that's the dream scenario, right? Yeah. The dream uh, scenario is to, to do this full time. Uh, when yeah. I looked it up, I looked online, I couldn't find your guys net worth on the celebrity site. Is there, <laughs> am I spelling your names wrong? <laughs> is it, is it not on there yet? Uh, you know, we'll have to we'll have to get in touch. We we were up there. Perhaps there's been a change in the uh, the bottom threshold <laughs> of you. If you have, you can only be on a site if it hits a certain threshold, uh, or if it's t- way above, it's just too much. They you can't, don't want to make people feel bad. No, not yeah. at all. Especially <laughs> especially when you have podcasts listed to your name. Uh, how has your show changed or do you think evolved over the years or has it at all? I mean, from the beginning to what you got now, like our, our show started out as a three man team and it kind of, uh, it wasn't that we, we just had a hard time, uh, finding the time to get together. And I think when it's easier when you have a two man show like Gabby and I are now, it's easier to coordinate that. But when you add that third wheel, but, uh, that's how our show is kind of, uh, liquidly changed over the time. Has, have you guys done anything different that you don't do anymore now that you found that uh, you do nowadays? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I would say no major changes over the years. Mostly it's just been adding more people into the mix. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I won't even know off the top of my head who our first in-studio guest was. Do you don't remember, Kermit? Uh, no idea. I, I, I'm zero. I, I want to. I want to say we probably had like your dad call in early on. Yeah. But n- no idea who. I mean, I, I want to say it was probably someone like it might have been Billy. For sure, we had him whenever the World Cup was. Was that 2014? Yeah. I mean, as far as phone call people, but like actually having people in person, it may have been Colby. I don't even know. I feel like we had people in before Colby, but I can't, I can't think of them off the top of my head. We we were pretty low tech for a while. I mean, even if you look at our episode distribution, probably 65% of our episodes have come out in the past four years. Okay. So the, the, the first like four years of our, I mean, I think even the first year of our existence, we, we just did a weekly NFL show and then we went mostly dark. We maybe hit a couple other shows along the way. I, I think we maybe did three or four max in the off season 
to now, you know, we're, we're basically a two time, two to three time weekly show, no matter what time of year. So it's just, it's a volume, it's a volume question. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's kind of where I'm at now. And in, in this show is where with the summer hits, I can just see there's a giant law coming, but when NBA hits, I'm, I feel like I can do two a week. Cause I'm just uh, throwing out bad, bad beats all day long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and especially, you know, when college hits, I'm, I, I just, the only reason I'm doing this is because I want to keep a record of uh, my bets and stuff like that. Just, you know, so people can laugh at me about it. Cause I'm up late watching Pepperdine and St. Mary's and laying half units on Pepperdine <laughs> plus nine and nobody gives a shit about it. But I, but I think it's just hilarious. Uh, one of the things I love about your show is like this community that's following that you're earning as you're going along. You know, you have your, like your skips and your Shannons and your screaming A's. And these are like ne- network personalities that you were talking about earlier. They draw in the numbers to sell the advertisements and does it work and does it make money? Uh, sure. But I don't, I don't follow those guys. Those guys are like shoehorned into my face because I have a ESPN app. Uh, I've always impressed, been impressed with the the followings that someone like Howard Stern or Opie and Anthony had back in the day where they were able to build a community. Uh, not like I was a fan or any of those guys or anything, but I respect the hustle they had. And you guys just seem to have the same kind of following where you embrace your listeners and feed off of them, uh, which adds value back into the podcast. For example, uh, I love now that halftime during Madden Mayhem uh, Kramer calls out this one guy Skeletor all the time. Make sure he's got his uh, halftime money <laughs> so he can put in his effing pick in, and just make sure that guy sends a whole bunch of emojis. And we're like, all right, let's go. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing. Like I've really enjoyed um, hearing just everything that the banter. Watching these games now, the Sim games, it was it's intolerable unless you guys are on there and I'm listening to you guys. Well, thank you. Well, yeah, no, you're I- welcome. Well, yeah, I, the, it's definitely, I mean, I think Sean would probably say the same thing, but it's totally 100% the, the stern influence of like the easiest way to add content is just allow the content to make itself. Yeah. I mean, it, it, in, a, in a certain way, the, the audience and, you know, the different characters from the audience have, uh, you know, become characters like, you know, cast members, if you will, on the show. I mean, a lot of the a lot of the people that we have on as contributors now started out as fans and, you know, commented a bunch or, hey, let me write some blogs or whatever, or I'm an expert on this. Let me call into the podcast. So, yeah, I mean, it's been cool building that kind of community. It's definitely something I'm very jealous of. And it's kind of what I kind of want to build with this this podcast. I'm on early stages, like you said, uh, barely doing it dragging myself off the couch gabby's looking at me like i'm talking out of my ass like that that's not happening yeah you are like you're he takes so many notes like he's always preparing for whatever's going yeah you're you're full of it uh so let, let's talk about uh we've talked about the podcast let's talk about uh madam ma'am uh so back in back in march which one of you guys stole the idea from uh the, the, <laughs> book, the bookmaker website Uh-oh. oh don't get yeah. sean hot now <laughs> well Again, it's uh, first off, like, uh, uh, all right. <laughs> no, it's just really annoying because we got an email from a, a listener that said, Hey, someone's stealing your name, Madden Mayhem. And, you know, Kramer, I think, was the one who actually, when we were coming up with names for that throughout Madden Mayhem with the M A Y. There's no I in team, Sean. No I in team. Well, it, 
it's just annoying because we were using that name like at even at the the first game was April 30th. So people in the chat room were making fun of us for calling it Madden Mayhem when it started April 30th. <laughs> and I, the point was I was giving them shit, but I also wanted them to just stop using it because it's annoying to have people confused if there's two. I mean, theirs isn't even a tournament. They're not giving away prizes. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but you're right. It, it started with the March Madness uh, simulation as kind of like a way to fill in for uh, for losing March Madness. Wait, so can I can I is that how you guys found us? I've known about you guys for about, uh, let's see, almost four, three to four years now. Oh, nice. OK. Uh, and I've 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 subscribed for the longest time. Uh, I listen here and there. Uh I, in all honesty, when I started uh, this podcast, I try not to listen to other podcasts like mine because I don't want to feel I, in the exact same realm. I don't want to feel like I'm stealing anything from anybody else. I don't want anybody to be like, hey, that guy is just doing this other guy's bit. Uh, I When when I started listening to you guys, uh, all three of you guys, on uh, on the TVs, y'all guys were all the TVs, uh, you started <laughs> using elements. And I was like, God damn it, they're using uh the the whammy element for the database to piss me off. I was like, <laughs> I want to use that element. <laughs> you started using well, uh, just you, uh, if you're not going to listen, at least still download and support the sponsors. <laughs> oh no, it's, it's definitely downloading. It's definitely downloading. No, I, I'm just fucking. Around. <laughs> I, I'm even pushing play and walking away from the uh, from the phone, <laughs> just to make sure that that gets triggered. No, I, I've been listening to you guys for a while, but it's this whole commentating. And doing a three-man booth on Madden is absolutely a fantastic idea. I think everybody in their in the world has thought of this, and it's one of those things where no one goes to execute it. It's kind of like the Elon Musk kind of thing. Like, hey, we should make an electric car. And then Elon Musk was like, I got money. We should make an electric car <laughs> and make it look kind of cool. But you guys did it, and you make it look cool. And I'm, I'm a, a thousand times impressed on how well you're able to do it. I couldn't do it. Uh, I, I the thing I can't do it on is Gabby thinks that I could do it. It doesn't make any sense. I don't do a lot of day. I don't do fantasy sports. I I used to do fantasy sports a long time. I, here's how long ago I did fantasy sport. Priest Holmes was my running back. That's how long <laughs> it's been. I've done fantasy sports. I went. Uh, but you won that season. You were undefeated. Yeah, I was undefeated the first year, <laughs> and I won the second year after nine eleven. Let's talk about how old oh, I am, real quick. No. <laughs> but you guys, it's. I, you, I guess you got a sheet down that you have all the numbers on there and you can call. I assume that's uh, the way they do it in the, in the actual booth. Is there any? And Joe gave you tips on what to do. And I think that's a great thing. What he said about call what you see, not call what you think is going to happen is absolutely fantastic. And I see you slip up once in a blue moon. How, how Colby? Colby's not hearing him though. Colby <laughs> needs work on that. <laughs> <laughs> he is screaming out. He's so, he's on the wrong side of everything. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, it's I, fun. Everyone's everyone's kind of developed their uh, in booth personality or, or or kind of where they fit in the broadcast. But yeah, you know, when we first thought of this idea, the mechanics of it, um, you know, you kind of I think we just kind of threw ourselves into it. We're like, hey, we'll figure it out. And fortunately, I, I think we have uh, for the most part. But well, yeah, we've watched sports and we're knowledgeable about sports. <laughs> it's not that hard. That's what. That's what's most frustrating. Now doing it, like there's obvious things that you you find impressive about the pros. Yeah. But at the same time, 
like it's not that hard guy. It's not that it's not hard. like Jason Witten. It's not that hard booger. Not that hard. Like you're like everything about what they did sucked. And I put a 10th of the preparation in and, and we were doing a, a fine job. ESPN yeah, still hasn't reached out for some reason, but uh, I'm, st- <laughs> I'm still worry. waiting. We'll add them. Well, and, and throw you know, factor in that we're uh, really drunk usually. So that even ups the uh, impressiveness. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. Like I'm a fan, like I'm k- kicking back. <laughs> I, I got, I got the, I got the whiskey. I got the pen. I got some, uh, some MGs in me. <laughs> I chuckle every time he says heavy set and he's called out, you call him out and he's like, yeah, I just call whatever formation <laughs> I know. <laughs> and it sounds like, I know what I'm talking about. Exactly. That's I've, all you need. I've also, yeah, I, I don't know. There's, I, I just, I've, I've watched a couple other ones and if you don't actually do the mechanics of the play-by-play, like the down and distance, or or even a little bit with the formations or or that like kind of basic stuff, to me it doesn't. It just feels like guys hanging out in a chat room, and it's I don't know. It's not quite as fun from what I've seen of other versions. I've been able to find uh, a way to the scam the system with every time Kramer advises the clients, I just fade them every time. And I come, oh, out, no. <laughs> I come out pretty decently so far. You're not a, you're not a real money maniac. Huh? Right. Well, you know, shame on you. Cause my heater starts Thursday night, 5 PM on the West coast. What was that? Eight, 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 That's 8, PM here 8 PM? on the East coast. You're right. I should have done East coast. I apologize. eight o'clock on the East coast. Well, you know the Washington Redskins are still alive. So, I, you know it's funny. I've been on them both times, and everybody's wow, been in the chat nice. is pissed off, and it's funny. <laughs> there's there's a couple of guys in the chat, and I know I don't want to I don't want to call their names out because I don't want anybody to figure out my system. But if oh, they start no. complaining about a team, I'm on the right side. They're always on the other side. I am. It's the craziest. <laughs> I and, and it's weird. I can't stop betting on these. I, Gabby will tell you. I I was like. When when sports shut down for a hot second, I looked at it and said, "You'd have to be stupid to bet on Sims." And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> it took two weeks. It took. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't. I, I no. Hit, I, I definitely thought the same thing. Like when when we first started kicking around this idea, I'm like, "We're really just gonna watch video games." Yeah. But then when you do it, and then you have money on it, and it, it's uh, it feels real. Well, I, I remember watch. I remember when I was doing the, the R and D I was in the lab and I sent <laughs> Sean a text and I was like, this might work. <laughs> I was like, these games are kind of realistic. And, and you know, in a weird way, it was, I feel like uh, while, while the basketball was, was a good starter, the football has really been the more fun one, more natural, easier to talk about. But yeah, I mean, it, it, the funny thing too is to see how the entire industry just blew up in terms of simming these games. It's weird. I uh, was I was starting on NBA 2K and then I switched over. I mean, you guys helped switch over to Madden and make it more interesting. But it's it's weird how it switched over to Madden so quickly, especially with the updated rosters now. I guess that's what brings the the unknowingness to it. We we definitely set the trend in the industry there. We were the first ones with the updated. As soon as we did that, everyone started using the updated rosters, except for those posers uh, <laughs> who, who stole the mayhem name, and they're not using the updated rosters. That could look poorly upon the name, the great name of the sports gambling podcast. I should just make an account there and just steal the money because it's going to be easier when anyone has updated <laughs> rosters. It's just that simple. Let's see what else we have here. Uh, do, do you have anything planned next after this? Uh, you, you're down to sweet, uh, sweet eighteen or sweet eighteen. What the fuck am I talking about? The elite eight, right? 
the elite eight. That's right. Uh, uh, we, we have some stuff in the works. We have some stuff in the works. Stay tuned. Uh, not sure which way we're going to go evaluating all options. Going to be ready to pivot. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where I, we're, the answer is we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing more play by play on Sims in some form. Okay. So that's the, that's the main answer. I think anybody wants to hear is if you guys are going to do our, <laughs> I think mostly nightly is what anybody really wants to know if you're going to do the midnight game. Oh, you know, we'll, we'll have to, we'll have to talk to, to my bookie about that. See what they have to, I see uh, my bookie has adopted the D gen uh, nomenclature. So perhaps the, they need some, <laughs> they need some proper uh, D gen SIM gods uh, talking to the masses. Uh, I threw it out a while ago. I, and it, and it, w- it made your Twitter poll. Uh, I want to see Tecmo bowl simulated. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know. And I, I don't- haven't, I haven't even talked to Kramer about this, but I think since we are the Super Bowl Sunday is uh, this Sunday, and of course we are doing a squares pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to get in on that, we're giving away five hundred bucks. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/squares. But uh, I, I think maybe even before the early game, which we're doing a uh, grudge match, Eagles Giants at uh, eight o'clock East. I was suggesting we would do some uh, Tecmo Super Bowl, maybe even a sim to like get that going, or me versus Colby, or do a little tournament between us. So maybe we yeah, sim the, maybe we sim the Super Bowl on Tecmo Bowl first. Oh yeah, that could be fun too. <laughs> the the Giants Philly game is that going to be as upsetting as it was when they lost in the earlier rounds? Yeah, no, it's gonna be great. It's it's gonna be fabulous. We're gonna get to sh- talk some shit and get moved up for the uh, the main event. That's I, I, that's how I'm looking at it, at least. It for some reason I don't know why you guys mentioned you were gonna you well, you had a game play in for it, and I didn't realize why what you were talking about. And I realized it was only one game that day, and you don't want to just do one game. <laughs> so Gabby, there you go. We got eight games to watch all weekend long. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even think about switching a channel or anything off of the TV. Okay. No. Uh, unloading the whole bankroll to this this weekend. Oh. Love point. it. I'll, I'll let you know what to bet on. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this is, has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, I loved having you on, picking your brains about your your origin stories, uh, <laughs> how 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 everything came to be. I wish we could talk more sports related type stuff. Uh, just in general, but, but I think this was more appropriate, uh, and just, just to get to know you. And I kind of searched to see if you guys had done any kind of podcast like this, where you talked about yourselves and I didn't really see anything. So I thought this would be a cool way to have this, have this whole podcast, uh, turn out. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for, uh, having us on, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Uh, go and absolutely plug everything again you've done it a thousand times and i do not care do it a thousand times more <laughs> yeah just uh check us out sports gambling podcast itunes spotify or kramer always gets annoyed when i call it itunes but apple <laughs> podcasts spotify stitcher wherever great podcasts are downloaded follow us on twitter at gambling podcasts uh on instagram sports gambling podcast and kramer you want to throw out your instagram I mean, if you want to check out a very just carefully handcrafted, artisan curated collection of my own personal photos, <laughs> follow me on Instagram at Kramer Centric. Awesome, guys. I'm checking it out. Gabby? 
Thank you so much for being on this podcast. I really appreciate it, guys. She made the whole thing happen. Cla- uh, c- uh, congrats to you, Gabby. Aw, thanks. Your first get big timers. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, thanks, thanks for having us. Yeah. Take care. Thanks. Thank it was a lot you. of fun. Take it easy, guys. All right. All right. Catch you next time. Gabby. Boofer. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Can't Win for Losing for podcast. What? Can't I, Win for Losing podcast? I've had two beers. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you for listening to the Can't Win for Losing podcast. Of course. You're welcome. Anytime. Uh, let's see. You can find us on the Facebook page. That's right. And you can join us for our Facebook lives when we do those before we do shows. A little mini episode. Uh... And you can join us on Twitter at CWFL Podcast for some bonus contact that I put out there. Uh, nothing's too crazy. Nothing spammy. Just no. cute videos sometimes. That's all. That's all I do. You post a lot of cats. A lot of cats. No cats. Sports cats. Sports, <laughs> Sports cats. Sports betting cats. Uh, if you don't want to follow us on there, you can go over to iTunes because we're old people and not to the Apple Podcast, the new app. What do you got? A new computer, Gabby? I have a new computer. And then you have the Apple Podcast. That's right. You can go over there. You can subscribe, rate, and leave a fun message. Uh, we'd very much appreciate it. If you do not have Apple products, you can go over to Stitcher or Google a podcast or Spotify or anywhere you can download a podcast and you can subscribe to us there. If you want to, you can go over to mybookie.ag, use a promo code CWFL. That'll give you 50% free play off your initial deposit up to $1,000. And that promo code is CWFL. That'll get you a 50% off or 50% free play up to $1,000 off your initial deposit. And that promo code, once again, is CWFL. We have a Patreon page if you'd like to support us that way. Uh, Gabby, where can they find you and follow you at? You can find me on YouTube at Gabriella Elizabeth Marie Reality TV Reviews. Also on Instagram and Twitter at Phoenix Gem. Do you have to put the reality TV reviews in there also? That, That's right. If yeah. you just put. No, I will come up. I'm like the only Gabrielle Elizabeth okay. Marie on there. Say, do you have to add all the other stuff to the internet? No. <laughs> uh, Gabby? Hey, Boofer. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. I will catch you next time. See ya. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Boop.